Hey, Lexi. Hey, Amy. You know what day it is? It's Wednesday. You ready for the tea, bitch? All the tea, bitch. Because <laughs> who are we? Come on. Confessions of retail. All the tea. Yes. All the tea. And it's season four, bitches. Whoop, whoop. Heyo. <laughs> Heyo. It's episode four. Hola. Woo. <laughs> oh my I lived goodness. in New Mexico for too long. I'm starting to just become spanglish <laughs> it's bound to happen eventually i mean i'm sure i'm sure where you're at you probably hear equal parts spanish and english yeah um and it's, it's starting to rub off on me like if aurora will want something or she's like mom i can't find it i can't find it i go mira mira look look mira <laughs> 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 just, I'm like vamanos. <laughs> Look, once I'm like Dora. Okay. <laughs> once you've got Spanish under your belt, you're gonna have to help me with some of this grammar. As soon as I get to the masculine feminine, I'm lost, girl. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So, how are things? Things are going. Um. I missed a couple of days of work because I was sick, so I don't really have, like, a lot of work-related tea for this week, um, but like I said, I was sick, Aurora got sick, she had, like, a stomach bug, Aubrey also had gotten a stomach bug for me and my husband, it was more, like, allergy-related cold <laughs> and the girls the girls got stomach bugs from school i think well uh, aubrey got it from school and i think aurora got it from aubrey so there was puke and snot just flying all over the place it was it was a fun time that does not sound like a fun time you're lying i know <laughs> poor things are you guys all feeling better at least yeah, yeah, I'm at the very tail end. Aurora was better. Both Aurora and Aubrey were better, like, the next day after they were sick, you know, and I'm just dealing with the little bit, last bit of blowing my nose, you know, getting all the snot out. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> other than that, uh, before we all got sick... I took the girls to the park, and while they were at the park, they had, Aurora had some friends there that she knew from Boys and Girls Club, and so they, there was two boys, they were there by themselves, they are a little older than her, and they asked if she wanted to go with them to the gas station, and I was like, no, you're not going with them to the gas station. Nope. <laughs> Over my dead fucking body. <laughs> Ugh. And uh, so their mom, like, dropped them off at the park with some money for them to be able to have if they wanted to get something from the gas station, a drink Aww. or snacks or whatnot. So let me tell you what they came back with. <laughs> oh boy. This was 
This was hilarious. One boy comes back with one of those, you know, those jarred Starbucks caramel frappuccino things. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. The little jar drinks. And he walks up and um, he looks at me and he goes, I don't know why, but I just kind of felt like getting coffee. And I was like, okay. (laughs) 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 And he takes a couple of drinks and he asks if he can sit it there at the table with me. And I'm like, yeah, sure. That's no problem. And he, wa- and he runs off to go and play, and his brother comes up behind him. His brother has a whole fucking, like, um, you know, like a large cup of coffee. Okay. I don't know if it was coffee in there or if maybe it was hot chocolate, but either way, it was hot. And it was like 80 some odd degrees that day. Like, we were out at the park, and it is hot, and you come from the gas station with a big, hot drink. But that's not all that he came back with, Lexi. You know what he had in his other hand? He had a whole can of Ready Whip. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He was ready with that whip, girl. I was like, you know what? I can't knock it. I also like like some whip in my drink, but he said, I'm going to have some whip with every drink. (laughs) literally every drink (laughs) and i just said yes you do you live your best life (laughs) oh he's gonna that's funny it was so funny i loved it so much (laughs) i was like this is this is it yep this yes (laughs) um i had jury duty again but this time I actually made it on a jury. I didn't just like sit in the reject room in the overflow the room, room downstairs. <laughs> I made it all the way upstairs and into the courtroom. And out of a hundred and some odd people that they had come for this today, because it's a lot. They summon a lot. I don't know why they do it. But I made it onto the actual jury of seven. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it the the case was interesting. <laughs> Nothing super exciting to report there. But I can tell you that I spent all day in the courtroom like at the courthouse like i was there all fucking day i got there i know you were you had texted me (laughs) and i was like damn she's still there i was i I got there about 8 15 and they started like jury um questioning at 9 a.m and i think we didn't actually get started like once they chose who the jury was, we didn't even start the fucking case until like eleven fifteen or so. Like it, was, so I was already I'd already been there for a couple of hours at that point. I watched a lot of Fixer Upper while during my downtime because that's all that they had playing on the freaking TV was Fixer Upper HGTV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's this really annoying, like, 
husband and wife <laughs> that go through and they like fix up people's homes that like these people buy homes that are already fixer uppers and and they come in and they f- fix them up I don't, I, I don't know but the the husband is really annoying <laughs> he said just, i can't with the husband i just like i watched a lot of it because <laughs> there That's was funny. nothing else on like we weren't allowed to like there was no way for us to change channel or anything anywho so um I got there, like I said, about 8.15, and I didn't leave the courthouse until 5.25 in the afternoon, and they weren't even done. They weren't even done. (laughs) So I got picked, and we're having to go through the whole trial. They dismiss us for an hour and a half lunch. Hour and a half? I'm like, I could take a fucking nap. (laughs) Like... (laughs) What am I going to do for an hour and a half? You're like, I can't right, talk to Jesus. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so it took it, it it took forever, and then they were like, "We're gonna dismiss for a recess while the lawyers and the judge, you know, have a brief conversation." An hour later, <laughs> it's like. 4.30 and I go over to the girl and I was like is this kind of like typical are we going to really be here for too much longer I mean don't get me wrong like I want to be here but like I have to pick my kids up by 5.30 <laughs> like I, we got an hour before I gotta go like I gotta go I have to be there at 5.30 to pick up my kids <laughs> Mm. She was like, "Oh, I'll 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 let the um judge know that you you have to get your kids." And I was like, "Okay, thanks." And so, finally, 4:45, we get back into the courtroom for the lawyers to um say their closing arguments and then the judge has to read us all of like all of our rules essentially as a jury, right? And um, and and by then it's five twenty, <laughs> and I said they they were like, and we're going to release you for you to deliberate for you to come to a decision, and I'm like I gotta fucking go, <laughs> and but before right? that, but before that he goes, he goes, he says it's been brought to my attention that one of our jurors has prior obligations. He says, so I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, he says my last name, Mrs. Last name. (laughs) Um, I understand that you have to go and pick up your children. And he goes, and which one of you is it? Like, there's seven of us. Four of them are guys. There's only three females and two of the, two of the, uh females are they can't even use the stairs you know they're 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 sciaticas 
their sciaticas. <laughs> so they, they have to Where's use my the, walker? They have to use the elevator. And he goes, which one of you is Amy? And I raised my hand. He was like, I kind of figured, but um, you, you are dismissed, ma'am. You can go and pick up your kids. And I'm like, thank you. And I start to get up. And he goes, all rise for Amy. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's funny. You're like, oh, not me. No, no, no. I don't want to be the it girl right now. I'm just trying to go get my kids. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, I get a standing ovation for going and getting my kids on time. <laughs> what a wonderful example of motherhood! Yes, yes. look at her staying true to her obligations. Go. Get it, girl! Get it, girl! Get get it, girl! That's fucking funny. I would have been like that too. I'd have been like, "What? No, not me." I got really turtly. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> like why why everybody look at her (laughs) the entire courtroom all stands up he's like just call Uh, the teapot cause all lies on me (laughs) (laughs) oh shit that's funny dude um I'm just like such a true crime addict that Jury duty is exactly where I want to be. Plus, I don't know every state, but I know the state of New Mexico pays you for jury duty. And it's eleven really fifty cool. an hour. I would I would assume that every state would pay for jury duty, but I don't know. But they also, it feels like they do jury duty weird here because I have like a two month term. I still have two more weeks of my term. <laughs> So I could possibly end up on a jury next week and the week after. (laughs) One one of the ladies that was on the jury with me, that was her third jury that she's been on. (laughs) That's crazy. In her term. So maybe maybe I'll get on one that's a little more exciting. (laughs) Multiple days of deliberation and shit. Time to get up and get my kids. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were like this will be easy like, all right guys remember deliberation has to end at 4 45 people i'm on a timer <laughs> we really got until like 5 15 honestly like it's a small town <laughs> anyway um that's great yeah it it's it was uh it was a day i spent a whole day in court for <laughs> And I didn't even get to, like, be part of the deliberation. <laughs> Aww. Whatever. You're like, I almost he was had like, it. We'll, I was we'll so sign close. you as an alternate. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but all of that aside, oh, um, unfortunately, there is a f- couple of wildfires going right now here. Mm-hmm. In, in Rudoso. And the thing is, is like, yeah, wildf- wildfires definitely do happen up in the mountain because of all of, because it's so dry. So there's a lot of dead shit that can catch on fire and spread. And we also, it, it's really windy here. So that just makes it spread even faster. 
Yeah, you guys are in the middle of your windy season, aren't yes. you? Be- once, um, during spring, it's windy season, which is what caused me to get sick because all it, it blows all of the dirt and the pollen into the air and you can literally see it. <laughs> um, but windy mm. season is like a massive issue for wildfires here because it is imagine, so dry yeah. because we don't really get we did get a little snow here but like it, it's just really dry in the winter time here you know so mm. windy season unfortunately comes before monsoon season and depending on if we get any rain or not depends on how bad it can be like if monsoon season comes, then that helps to kill down the chances of the wildfires. But they... Yeah, no kidding. They don't usually get fires right in town, but it, it started in town. Like, it's power... They had... um Wind caused this massive wildfire. Massive. We're talking like... It's like... 5,000 acres at this point. That's Over insane. 200 homes and buildings have burned down. Damn. An elderly couple died. An elderly couple died. It literally just like... That's it, so the, sad. It came out of fucking Aww. nowhere. And it just spread so fast. Like, kids were in school and the fire was coming up to the freaking school. Like... I think half of the high school or the middle school caught on fire. No shit. Jesus. Yeah, they got all the kids out and everything. They got everybody evacuated within like an hour and a half. Oh, I'm sure. Which is good. But people have lost their homes. They've lost everything. Such a sad fucking thing, dude. It it is really sad. Rudoso is a really big tourist town. So, I mean, there are locals that live there, too, you know? People tend to forget that people actually live there. (laughs) Well, that's kind of the theme with tourist towns. There's always, like, these areas of town that everybody pays attention to and then these back quiet corners because that's not what we came here to see. (laughs) So, yeah, they're working on getting that contained, but it's been going on since... Tuesday, it's Saturday now. That's sad, dude. I hope the families who are getting displaced are able to find safety and housing quickly. Yeah. I know. Well, so this one business that, like, rents cabins to tourists, they they must have had a death wish, I think, yesterday because they posted, like, an ad for, like, Rudoso is closed to tourists currently, obviously. It's on fucking fire, okay? It's on fire. But um, they posted an ad saying that, you do you want to help? That, you know, people of Rudoso need money. Come and rent a cabin. You wouldn't even know there's a fire. Wow. <laughs> they literally said, come and see the sights. They said, come and see the sights. Come see everything that Rudoso has to offer. Guess what? The entire village was without power for like mm. over 24 hours, oh, like over two days. You know, there are, there, I think there's still some people that are without power even now. That's fucked. 
but they're like they're like come see the sights what an idiot <laughs> and yikes dog yikes talk about freaking like business suicide no kidding they i had was thinking to, of they, the goods candy they ended store. up having to <laughs> <clears throat> yeah they um they posted that ad and obviously it just woof mm. woof they they did end up deleting it and deactivating their facebook page people are going to their yeah it turns out the internet can have wildfires too yeah, yeah, it definitely spread just as fast. Um, the people went to the Google Maps and and just kept reviewing them one stars and talk. You know, like they were like, "You're gonna deactivate your Facebook? Guess what? We could come for your Google Maps, bitch!" Right? <laughs> Welcome to the internet. You can't you deactivate shit that. Show, you fucking got it. <laughs> <sighs> Damn. But yeah. So that's what's been going on over here. What have you been up to? Um, so if you remember last week, I was talking about my resume game being on point. Yes. And so I've been starting the interview game. It's not, it's not as fun as I remember. Just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's the same thing as it's always been. You have to like study the business and figure out if you want to work for them. So I did my homework, man. I was going to work for this like telecommunications company. It was just com- customer service, right? Uh-huh. I'm not going to say the name, but this guy reaches out to me and he's like, I saw your resume. It was super impressive. Um, Would you be available for an interview? And I was like, yeah, sure. So we talk on the phone and then he says like, you know, you sound like great energy. Uh, You seem like a good addition to the team. Basically, all I would be doing is, like, some customer service places will reroute to other customer service places. And so I'd be, like, one of these middlemen call centers, essentially. Well, so we start talking and everything, and then he's like, all right, if uh, you want to do a second interview, we can set that up. And I'm like, all right, cool. So it's a Zoom meeting, okay? I am so nervous. I don't know what to wear. I don't know how to look. I don't know what's professional. I'm like freaking out, right? So I have my hair in this little top bun and I put on some light makeup and a nice dress shirt and we get on the Zoom call. And uh, he didn't look like he was very tech savvy because he looked like he was struggling to understand how to set up his Zoom stuff. Like his microphone kept getting muted and his camera kept going on and off, right? And so, like, it was really hard to focus through the interview because he keeps fucking up on his end. I'm just like, can you hear me? Are you there? You know? About, like, three minutes into this, he's already had his camera off, like, I don't know, four or five times it's gone off and back on. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And so, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I might not be having a great signal right now. Maybe your signal's not that great. And then he goes, uh, ma'am, that's okay. Uh... I think that um, you might not be the fit we're looking for. And then his camera goes back off. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so this guy's telling me that I'm, you know, not not the one, right? But he can't even tell me. <laughs> so his camera comes back on, and I don't think he realizes. And as it comes back on, 
Dude, he is knuckle deep in his nose. <laughs> he was picking his fucking nose and he ate it on an interview. <laughs> and so I'm just like, like wide eyed, trying really hard not to say the thing. Like, all I wanted to say is, all I wanted to say is your camera's back on, you know? But then, like, he, like, clicks a tab and then clicks back to the Zoom call and then he goes back into it. So, like, I don't think he knows I saw that shit at all. Then he goes on to tell me that I, that he feels that I'm underqualified for the job. That having the experience I have with call centers doesn't say that I can handle this, this management situation or whatever. I can't remember how he worded it. Anyways, um... So, he told me I was underqualified for the job, but picked his nose and ate it on our interview. So, I agree. I don't think I'm a good fit either. I wouldn't say underqualified, though. I feel like you're right about one of us. (laughs) I would have said, I would have said, you're right. I don't think that I am a good fit. Your finger might be a good fit, though. (laughs) Oh, girl, I had to fight every fucking chance, dude. There were like eight of them before that call was over. I was like, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Pick a winner. No, don't say it. (laughs) Like, there were so many. I I had to fight a lot of demons on that Zoom call. Uh, anyways, so I will not be working with that specific company, and I think I'm all right with that decision. I think Was I think I'll sleep hourly fine pay or not. It was hourly pay. Okay. Um, it was a remote work job. That's what I'm looking for because I'm just right. I'm over it. <laughs> so, uh, I thought it was gonna be all right, but then it changed, and that's okay. I'll just find the place that doesn't pick their nose when they tell me I can't work for them. (laughs) Gotta have higher standards, I guess. (laughs) Reach for the stars, huh? He was digging, man. Like, I forgot he had a finger in that motherfucker. Good grief. Anyways, so the other thing that I've been dealing with is (sighs) I'm calling it the BMV situation because it's it's annoying. (laughs) Um, the BMV situation. It's a situation, <laughs> all right. So, if you guys remember, we came on and told you about an accident that I was involved in on Amy's birthday. Um, that's the end of January for those of you who don't know. And January. <laughs> it's April. <laughs> so it's almost sure Easter. Um. So tomorrow. <laughs> I was in the accident. I was fully insured. Um, my settlement came before the mail even arrived. Like, everything happened so fast. So the last thing I was thinking is that my insurance would fumble the ball at the end there. Um, at the end of February, my license was suspended for failure to report insurance. And you failed to know. <laughs> I never got any mail about it, but... My local USPS worker person, our male lady, does not read the labels on her parcels very well. So I'm going to put that lightly. I've had a lot of lost mail. I had my neighbor bring me the title to my car. So <laughs> yikes, dog. Um. Anyways, so 
I'm like, maybe, you know, they sent it and it got lost in the mail. Who knows? So I go up to the BMV and I find out that my license is suspended right after I get my new car. And I'm like, why is it suspended? They're like, because you failed to prove that you were insured for an accident. I'm like, excuse me. No, I didn't. You're talking about the accident (laughs) that I got paid for? The first thing I did with that (laughs) officer is hand him my damn insurance cards, man. (laughs) What are you talking about? So, anyways, we leave the BMV that day, and I call my insurance immediately. I'm like, hello? Uh, we have a situation. (laughs) And so, I talk to them, and while I'm on the phone with this lady, because she's my local agent, um, she, like, stays on the phone with me while she sends the email. This is now March 18th, okay, for reference. So, I think all is well. I can drive again. Everything is fine. Uh, um, yeah, like a week ago, I was out dashing, and I had been dashing for, like, two hours, and then I get pulled over. Because my plates are registered to a suspended driver. And I'm like, "Uh, well, they're registered to me. So are you saying I'm a suspended driver? And the officer was like, yeah, I'm afraid so. So um, they gave me this printout of what the BMV report was showing. And so the following Tuesday, I go into the BMV. And I'm like, hey... So I was in a collision. I provided proof. Why am I still suspended? The person at the branch says, Sorry, this is above our level. We can't help you. Okay. (laughs) So I can't talk to a person about it. So they hand me this 1-800 number. But they never answer 1-800 numbers. Since Tuesday. So a week now. A full calendar week. I had been calling that 800 number. Staying on hold for two to three hours at a time and never getting in contact with somebody. So how is it that I am supposed to fix this if I can't even get through to somebody? It has been a very frustrating week. I am talking to two different lawyers right now because (laughs) I am playing around. This is some bullshit. I need to be able to drive again. And I can't just keep having my mom chauffeur us everywhere. (laughs) even if i bribe her with yummy food (laughs) even when i bribe her with yummy food i can't i'm thankful she's willing but i can't just keep her kidnapped forever over a license (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness no she doesn't mind it we've actually been having a fun time but before uh she came out here this was last weekend she uh she called me at like midnight and if you know me well enough you know that these days I'm asleep. Right. I'm not I am not conscious at midnight. I used to be able to stay up. But with for the some best reason this was the off chance. The off chance that I was up kind of. I was falling asleep, but I wasn't unconscious. And my mom called at midnight drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, Hey, and I'm like Hey, because I'm tired as fuck. (laughs) And she's like, I love you. And I'm like, oh, I love you too, mom. What's going on? And she goes, oh, 
me and my man are just drinking and watching movies and appreciating family. And I was like, well, that's sweet. I'm going to uh, go back to being unconscious now. And she goes, all right. Love you. And I'm like, love you too. And I hang up. I go back to sleep because that's what I think that, you know what I mean? I think it's done. We're, we just she call you whatever. Back? I love you too. She fucking called me back. She goes, oh, hey. And I'm like. I feel like we just did this. Hey, I love you too. <laughs> she goes, no, not that. She's like, I forgot why I called you. I'm a little too tipsy. And I was like, oh, oh I she can called tell. for a purpose? <laughs> what was the purpose? The purpose was to say that Mother's Day was coming up and we needed to make plans. Oh. Why? She felt the need to call me at midnight. Drugs. Almost a fucking month before Mother's Day. <laughs> To tell me she wanted to make plans? I don't know, but gotta love her. I love your mom. <laughs> oh, she's such a goofball. But it was a fun time. Definitely. Um, other than that, I've just been, you know, sticking to my house since I'm not allowed to drive for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> You've been grounded. <laughs> I did. And you know what's funny is my mom and my sister and my adopted mom, they're all like, we need to get you out of the house because I can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, I got a lot of plans for someone who just got grounded. <laughs> Y'all are going to have to come to me. I can't tell you. I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I already. I, that's funny. My My adopted mama is coming to take us out to dinner because I can't drive to meet her. <laughs> She's like, I'll get you at four o'clock. And I was like, all right, sounds great. Love that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's that's all I've been up to. Lots of fun. Yeah. Ready to fight a whole... State bureau. office. <laughs> Let's go, bro. <laughs> me after five rounds of this bullshit I didn't hear no bell <laughs> but yeah that wraps up my week alright so does that mean that it's time for in the news ooh in the news no I'm not a writer okay We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. What is your article this week? My article comes from vice.com. And I'm sure you've probably seen. Um, the headline is An atrocious email caused a mass resignation at a Kansas Applebee's. Oh. Have you you heard about this email? I have not heard about this. This this happened um, like two weeks ago. Five hours into Jake Holcomb's shift as the manager at an Applebee's in Lawrence, Kansas... A coworker came in to eat with a friend and asked him if he'd seen 
the email. <laughs> Did you see it yet? The email. <laughs> the email. <laughs> the email. <laughs> Holcomb's colleague was referring to the now infamous message from Wayne Pankratz, an executive at the franchise group that operates the Lawrence Restaurant and dozens of others. The email, which was sent to other executives at the franchise group that operates the Applebee's and later forwarded to the Lawrence store, portrayed high gas prices and inflation as an opportunity for the company to rebuild its workforce and pay lower wages. (laughs) Of course that led to a fucking resignation. What an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys, you guys want to save money? Here's how. I'm going to shoot myself in the foot really fast, okay? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck, dude? Quote, Most of our employee base and potential employee base live paycheck to paycheck, Pankratz wrote in the email. Any increase in gas prices cuts their disposable income. As inflation continues to climb and gas prices continue to go up, that means more hours employees will need to work to maintain their current level of living. The labor market is about to turn in our favor, the email continued. Oh, Jesus. When Holcomb read the note, he quit on the spot. Before he left, however, he printed out about two dozen stacks of the email, showed them to his co-workers, and put them up all over the store. On the table, Hell yeah. on the bar tops, the host stand, the doors, even the computer terminals. I gave everyone in the restaurant their food for free. We didn't even close the store, Holcomb said. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, oh, this is how you feel? How about get fucked? <laughs> in the week since the last, since the email was sent, a max exodus has happened at the restaurant four out of six managers and at least 10 other workers either quit on the spot or handed in their notices damn the tone deaf message was the breaking point for some workers they told vice news they've been underpaid overworked and mistreated by their company during a time of unprecedented stress in the service industry This was kind of a straw that broke the camel's back situation where everyone was feeling unappreciated and we were understaffed. And then this email was so atrocious that it kind of just tipped everyone over the edge. So the staff agreed and the store shut down for several hours. How can we continue to work for a company that doesn't care about us? To a dramatic degree even. Shit's about to get harder for them. Let's cash in on it. What? (laughs) (laughs) Both Applebee's and American Franchise Brands, which owns the Lawrence franchise, have distanced themselves from the email. Scott Fisher, a spokesperson for AFC Brands and Apple Central LLC, 
the subsidiary operating the Lawrence restaurant said that the email was embarrassing. No shit. Applebee's chief operations officer, Kevin Carroll, said that the email was the opinion of an individual, not Applebee's. Right, I would be distancing myself from all that bullshit, too. Well, so, um, there is a follow-up that, uh, they, he, that guy was fired. I bet he just caused so much problems with that one fucking email. Yeah, you want to hear the email? Like, the whole email? Hell yeah, I do. Okay. Team, everyone has heard that gas prices continue to rise. The advantage this has for us in that it will increase application flow and has the potential to lower our average wage. How, you ask? Most of our employee base and potential employee base live paycheck to paycheck. Any increase in gas prices cuts into their disposable income. As inflation continues to climb and gas prices continue to go up, that means more hours employees will need to work to maintain their current level of living. We are no longer competing with the government when it comes to hiring. Stimulus money is no more. Supplemental unemployment is no more. This benefits us as prices rise. People who are relying on unemployment money simply will have less money to spend. It will force people back into the workforce. Furthermore, other competitors, especially mom and pop companies or smaller businesses, will have to either raise prices, cut employee hours, or pay employees less hourly to hit their profit margins. Some businesses will not be able to hold on. This is going to drive more potential employees into the hiring pool. Lexi's shaking her head. Hold on, there's a little bit more. There's a little more. (laughs) We all competed to hire out of the limited applicant pool and there was a wage war. We all saw businesses hiring team members at $18 to $20 an hour. They will no longer be able to afford to do this. Trucking is the backbone of America. And as fuel costs rise, so will the charges for shipping. If those costs cannot be passed on to the customer in terms of menu price, the only area they can cut sizable costs will be in labor. The labor market is about to turn in our favor. What can you do? Besides hiring employees at a lower wage to decrease our labor, you can make sure you have a pulse on the morale of your employees. Your employees that live check to check are impacted more than the people reading this email. Be conscious of that. (laughs) Many will need to work more hours or get a second job. Do things to make sure you are the employer of choice. Get schedules completed early so they can plan their other jobs around yours. Most importantly, (laughs) have the culture and environment that will attract people. The fuck kind of an email is that? 
That is a lot of assuming control. They're like, we know it's about to get rough. We also know they're going to have to stay with us. It's insane. You literally, look what happened. You suggested cutting pay and they quit on you. Yeah. They'll find places that appreciate them. You're fucking sure stupid. Fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> Shot yourself in the foot there. You lost your own job. Now you're going to be living paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> Enjoy that. Good thing there's no more stimulus money and no more supplemental income. <laughs> right? Jesus. That's yeah, that's funny. some bullshit, right? That is some bullshit, but, I mean, he got his fucking karmic dues. Sure did. <laughs> All right, what is your article, Alexi? Mine is a little dumpster fire, a teeny a little, little one. A little dumpster <laughs> fire. My article comes from the Trustville Tribune. Trustville Tribune. <laughs> I don't even know where this is. <laughs> I've been trying to figure it out, but I haven't figured it out. But we're just going to ignore that part. All right. Um, And it is titled, Teen Arrested After Failed Carjacking at Centerpoint Gas Station. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> he had a dumb idea that day. <laughs> this was in Centerpoint. A teenager was arrested by Jackson County Sheriff's deputies. On Thursday morning, following a failed carjacking attempt at a gas station in Centerpoint, uh, deputies arrested Daxton Keith, 19, after the teen attempted to steal a vehicle from the Bama gas station on Centerpoint Parkway at around 7.30 a.m. <laughs> on Thursday. Bama! <laughs> yep. <laughs> Going to the Bama! <laughs> the Bama. According to authorities, Keith attempted to steal a vehicle from a gas pump as the customer went inside the store. The customer had left the vehicle running and unlocked. Decisions were made. Mm. <laughs> Not the brightest of decisions, but decisions were certainly made. <laughs> Keith was observed entering the vehicle and was promptly confronted by the vehicle's owner. Keith tried to drive away, but the owner was able to extract him from the vehicle. He then fled into a wooded area. Deputies arrived upon the scene and tracked Keith down in a nearby neighborhood. He was promptly arrested and booked into the Jefferson County Jail and charged with theft of property in the first degree. He is being held on a $15,000 bond. <laughs> 19, huh? That's a dumb idea. That's a dumb idea. That's going to follow you. <laughs> yep, sure is. <laughs> All right, so if that wraps up in the news, then it's time for our promotional break. Finger guns. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions nah. like in a consultation visit? I really or didn't something care. I just wanted lines. to prolong the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> 
It's my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beardy is based on a limited amount of time, and I only had two beers. <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. And we're back. Did you miss us? We're back. Hey, Lexi, does that mean that it's tea time? It's tea time, Amy. Clink. Clink. Amy, remind everybody what our theme is this week. (laughs) The theme this week is Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. (laughs) 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 We got the front desk going yeah we do all right so amy what is your first story i think we had a drunk alien stay with us (laughs) roger is that you (laughs) (laughs) so this morning a clearly drunk guest stumbles into the lobby We have two ground-level entrances, the lobby and another at the far end of the hotel. Neither entrances require room keys to access, and the far end door is locked from the outside, so night traffic has to come through the lobby. We usually keep the doors propped open when it gets dark. I feel like that's not a good idea. Why are we leaving the side entrances of the hotel prop that are only supposed to be opened for people that have keys? Why are we propping those open for anybody to be able to come in? This is why I watch true crime shows, Amy, because I know better than to leave a door propped open in the middle of the night. <laughs> that's just not a good Absolutely idea. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, as I'm watching on the camera, the guest approaches the far end entrance and tries to open the door. He clearly fails because it's locked from the outside. He heads over to the lobby and tells me that the door doesn't work. And I apologize and explain that the doors are locked from the outside from late evening to the morning and during that time you have to use the front entrance only. He thanks me and heads up the stairs, then stops, looks at me, and asks me where his room is. What? Uh. (laughs) I shrugged and jumped to the computer to see if I can grab information from him to pull up guest details and his room number. But he pulls out his key envelope instead. I ask him gently what room number he's staying in and either he didn't hear me or wasn't able to comprehend what I'm saying. He asks me if all he has to do is wave the key in front of the door and I replied, yep. And I watched him walk back outside and down the hotel building. Where are you going? (laughs) 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 oh my goodness (laughs) was he going to his car did he forget something i thought as my confused eyes stare at the camera nope 
He was waving the room key in front of the side entrance. <laughs> After the obvious failure, he comes back to the front desk to tell me the door is still locked. <laughs> <laughs> You came inside. Why did you go back outside and around? Like, <laughs> Look, man, some people just aren't that bright, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I re-explain the situation and a light bulb clicks. I tell him to head through the lobby towards his room. He walks down the corridor like it was a new experience. A whole new world outside of the short corridor between his room and the side entrance. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> More rooms. <laughs> As the hands on the clock moved from 8 to 9 to 10 and finally to 11, drunk guest shows up again. But this time he looks much cleaner. <laughs> but still a bit woozy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was you I saw outside, was the first thing that he said. I, I walked around back, I walked around the back of the property out of sheer boredom. It's residential behind us, so there's a sidewalk and trees, and it's pretty calming. <laughs> he goes on, you know, every time I open the curtains, I see a human, sometimes two. <laughs> and this time, when I opened the curtain, I saw you. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you open the window and see humans. It's like, hello, you're on Earth, and there are humans. It's weird seeing humans. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I can't. I'm out. <laughs> this human what? has had too fucking much tonight. I'm done. <laughs> That's the end of the story. But that is ridiculous. <laughs> that was definitely an interesting response. Humans uh, what? on Earth. <laughs> What? <laughs> You're definitely a drunk alien. <laughs> a drunk alien for sure. A dralian. A dralian. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, you ready for my first story? Sure am. So, my story is titled The Words You Choose Are Important. Yes. I have been working in a hotel with a heated outdoor pool for years. Uh, it's a major draw, and quite regularly we hear that it's the main reason guests book with us. Uh, during COVID, we instated a pool reservation system because our local health authority gave us a very strict small capacity limit guideline. We could only have 10 people out there at one point, and it sucked. Royally. No one got to use the pool, and I really don't see how it stopped anyone from getting COVID. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Although restrictions have mostly lifted, we've kept the booking system with more slots available. It's been kind of nice knowing that it won't be completely overrun at any point. We give guests a QR code, and when they check in with us, it makes booking really straightforward. 
When we're really busy or before capacities were increased, slots may fill up or the QR code they were given may not be working on that day. It happens all the time and we're happy to make the booking at the desk. We try to mention this at check-in as well, but people don't always register that. One afternoon during spring break, a woman approached me with her grandchildren. As she comes down the hall from the elevators, I hear, Are you ready for me? I can't be sure that I was being spoken to, so I didn't respond. She repeated herself and then came around the corner. I asked, How can I help you? She looked at me and said, Well, we're a little bit traumatized. I gasped softly and touched my chest, thinking they had found something nasty in their room or another guest had done something offensive. No? (laughs) They didn't? No? Nope. This woman made direct eye contact with me and said, We're having trouble booking the pool. Something traumatizing. (laughs) Oh. Okay. (laughs) She then went on to tell me about how they came all the way up here, two hours from home, and booked the hotel specifically to use the pool, and then took a lecturing tone with me about the booking system being bogus and unnecessary. I really didn't know what to say, so I took a moment and told her I'd be happy to book it for her. I didn't bother to figure out if it was fully booked or if the QR code wasn't working. We had space available, and I even took the time to book them a time the next day so they wouldn't have any more traumatizing experiences. Well, traumatizing. <laughs> it's traumatic not being able to use the pool. I think that's a little bit... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> was it really that bad <laughs> did but did you die though <laughs> but did you die <laughs> anywho what is your next story amy my second story guest upset because ocean has seaweed <laughs> oh boy <laughs> good luck with that one I work for a semi-large timeshare group and received a call from a guest last month whining that her Virgin Island vacation was ruined because the ocean smelled and there was too much seaweed in the water. Oh, let me just go get that for you. (laughs) What? <laughs> she, she was furious because her husband had just returned home from leave and this, the ocean, had completely ruined their vacation. <laughs> she said, I expect wow. the ocean to have a little seaweed, but this is entirely too much. It's completely unenjoyable then go home (laughs) sorry apparently (laughs) apparently she had spoken to the on-site manager and they refused to do anything about it I I suggest she enjoy the resort's pool but that didn't satisfy her either not really sure what she expected any of us to do skim the entire ocean sure i'll get right on that ma'am it's the entitlement for me (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Imagine going to see the ocean and then being offended by the ocean. <laughs> it stinks and there's too much seaweed. Did you think it was going to be like the Little Mermaid? Like... <laughs> that's funny yeah sure let me just go get a couple hundred thousand pounds of seaweed out of there for you it's fine no (laughs) big deal i'll I'll just i'll just make sure and remove all of the home ecosystems for (laughs) all of the fish and all the other because you don't like it right (laughs) not for you right (laughs) oh my goodness that's funny All right, Lexi. Entitlement aside, what's your second (laughs) story? (laughs) (laughs) My second story is titled Laughter is the Night Shift Killer. Oh, okay. Um, Here's the scene. A hotel lobby. The restaurant staff arrived 15 minutes prior. A woman comes down to get coffee. She gets an attitude when I tell her that we do not have complimentary coffee in the lobby, but her restaurant folks should have a pot ready and can be able to sell her some if she'd like. But she is not the star of our tale. She goes off to buy her coffee like a good little member of supporting cast. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I should have warned you that this is a very theatrical story. (laughs) Enter the man. Her man, I suspect. She tells him that there isn't any complimentary coffee, so she bought him one. His attitude dwarfs hers. I'm legit nervous he's going to come start a fight with me over it, but instead he decides to go get the car. He storms out. (laughs) (laughs) Over coffee. (laughs) And walks face first into our front glass doors. (laughs) (laughs) You see, they're still locked from the outside, and as much as the inside sensor takes a half a second longer than usual, and the man, his eyes blinded by his no-free-coffee rage, wasn't paying attention. (laughs) I hear the sound. I look up and realize what's happened. He locks eyes with me, daring me to laugh. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But my face remains neutral. I am, after all, a paragon of customer service. (laughs) I hit the button when I saw him storming back in, as he probably would have heard himself barreling into doors that wouldn't have responded (laughs) to him at all from that side. He also probably would have hurt the doors, and possibly me. Uh, Because if he had landed on his ass... All of you would have heard my laughing from wherever on the planet you are. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh, I dare you. (laughs) A paragon of customer service. I am a paragon of customer service. (laughs) Love that so much. (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right. So if that wraps up tea time, Amy... Does that mean it's time for our demographics? Demographics time. Shimmy, shimmy, shake, shake, shimmy, shimmy, shake, shake. (laughs) Shimmy, shimmy, (laughs) shake, shake. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, this week, we've got a huge influx of listens. I was so excited to see that. I know! Yay! Uh, It's always a fun time. Keep telling your friends! We have a different top three countries, and hey! (laughs) (laughs) As always, the U.S. over here, keeping it down. Of course. They're gonna they're gonna keep being the running champs for a minute, yeah. but I can't wait. I can't wait for the day that there's another country that listens more than us. <laughs> That'd be exciting. Um, in second place this week we've got Canada. Canada. And then in third place we've got Mexico. Hey, Mexico, how you been? I know, right? <laughs> um. Also, an honorable mention, in fourth this week, we had Estonia. Love our listeners in Estonia. We see We love y'all. We see y'all pimping all over the world. Pimping all over the world. (laughs) I know, we talked about it earlier and it's still stuck in my head. Pharrell, why do you sing such hypnotizing songs? (laughs) Why do you do this? (laughs) Okay, I'm done. All right. So, for the States. Our, our United States are filling in quite nicely. They really are. Still working on some, but, you know. Hey, you Dakotas, come come listen. <laughs> Both of you. Texas, where are you at? And um, Alaska, I know you're a bit of a reach, but come on. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey. We have a new top state, California. Mm. Has overthrown hey. North Carolina. You they hear said, that? California love. <laughs> Just all musically today. So, North Carolina's in second, and we have a tie for third. We got Colorado and Maine. Which nice. Is also new. Hey, Maine. Yeah. What's going on? Hey, Maine. How you doing? And then bring it up. Like Joey. Bring friends. Hey. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then bring it up the tail end of the top four. We got the Hoosiers. Hey, Indiana. <laughs> Have you found Lexi yet? Have you found her? Shh. <laughs> You'll never find me. Mostly because I never leave my house, but. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All right. So, Amy, you got our quote this week. Yes, I do. Do not spoil what you have by desiring what you have not. Remember that what you have now was once among the things that you only hoped for. Hey. Yeah. Damn, Skippy. <laughs> yeah Just keep working on that grind y'all always always until next week pinkies out bitches bye. bye thanks for tuning in be sure to find our web page it's confessionsofretailpodcast.com and you'll find our blog there we are also on facebook we are at confessions of retail all the tea We also have a private group, Fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. 
You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Corat Pod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C-O-N-F of Retail Podcast. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.